You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Well, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the following After Buzz show. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. I am joined by Mr. Nando Velasquez, formerly of Attack of the Show. What's up, Nando? What is up, Mr. Sanfilippo? Glad to have you back. Glad to be back. Had a nice vacation, kind of, sort of. Uh, we've also got Joe Braswell here from Grantland and Extra. Mr. Joe Sanfilippo. Nice to see you, Mr. Braswell. And we also have our Marissa, our, our, our Marissa, our producer, Marissa. <laughs> she is our Marissa. She's our Marissa. She's our Marissa. We own her. Hi there, guys. Huh? She's our, she's our producer. And we're very excited to be with you this week. Um, we're listening to Crazy because um, uh, I think everyone got crazy this week. Like, everyone let their, their freak flag fly, man. It yeah. got deep. We get crazy every week. It's just a house full of crazies. But it's, didn't it seem like everybody got a little crazier this week? Like, uh, like Jacob had a little crazy. Mike Weston had wow. some full blown crazy. Mike Weston, full blown crazy. Little crazy. And yeah. Joe had like a like a Joe had like his I, I can't write my thing going crazy crazy. Claire went a little crazy. I've got two months. Yeah, <laughs> you must be thirsty. <laughs> well, Double fisted. One's water and one's vodka. Excellent. <laughs> and you never know which one you're gonna get. They both taste great. Well, let's start talking about this show. This uh, this week was um, uh, well, it was a little crazy, and I missed last week, which which apparently had the most epic uh, FBI WTF in the history of the universe. Yeah, and the one week you miss, the one week I miss, and there it is. Uh, but we've learned more about the FBI this People week. People going nuts of the uh, w- FBI WTFs in the Twitterverse and uh, YouTube comments. I, I just it's I, a catchphrase that's sweeping the nation. It's li- there's literally tens of people saying no, it. it's sweeping it's the damn enormous. nation. Yes. But I, I just love that we've learned uh, about the FBI that apparently, we learned it this week, confirmed that we never send backup if we're the FBI. No. Three people no. go to check something out, that's all we can do. And they continue to do that now. They yeah. still continue to do that. Every week. Every week. In fact, they're a little heavy with three people. It's usually one or two. Yeah, usually it's just the, the one guy who's not an FBI agent yeah. this time. Yeah. <laughs> so, they went three, which is actually, you know. They, that, that Donovan was a tight ship, that guy. He does. He does. Yeah, he, You're not leaving. You sit down. Right, you sit down. You better pretend to type. Don't type something. <laughs> no tag teams, no backup. No. We're, this is our, our big lead. All right, you, you three go. The 50 of us will sit here at the, at the tactical center. I'm the Donovan. I would like to get that job. It sounds like a good job. I, I think it's a good job. I, I'm sure yeah. you get you get medical, you get really good benefits, and you get to hang out. All yeah. you got to do is set up the situation, and you set up the room so it looks like you're doing something important, yeah. and you just yeah. pretend to type. Yeah. Got it. Exactly. That yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about the week, Nana? What was your... Uh... It was great. I, I loved... Uh, well, you know, it's about time to see Claire try to get it, make an escape, for one thing. Right. Uh, I loved uh, what's going on with Emma. She's obviously trying to find her place in the house. Uh, I You know what? It's great to see Ryan and Joe back at playing a little cat and mouse and taunting each other and, and both trying to have a little mental chess with each other. 
So that was really good. It was nice to have them back. And, of course, the return of my, my favorite follower, Mike Weston. Mike Weston. Yeah. Yes, my favorite follower, the, <laughs> the return follower. of him. The lead, the lead follower. Yes. The super, super duper He's sleeper follower. He is so guy. deep under. He is deep sleeper follower. We will talk more about that yeah. later. He doesn't even know how deep it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I loved... Uh, I, mean, I love the return of the mansion. I mean, I, I, I love the, the pool tables. Back. The return to the pool. You table. love that pool table. Oh, you just think that's the my the most ridiculous thing in the world. I, I love when the pool table. It, it, not only that. was it a pool table, but you add a backgammon set a backgammon and a chess and checkers box there checkers. that Joey had. Listen, man, it, you, you got come on. What it's are you guys like, gonna do all day? with stare at each other and make plans? No, we gotta play some pool. It's like the real world house in there. It's like the coolest. It's like the coolest <laughs> pad on television. The second coolest pad. On this television. is what happens when serial killers stop being nice <laughs> and start being real. Being real. Uh, it's it's it's, it's uh, yeah, it's a good show. But like, you know, the mansion's great. And there's first of all, there's lots of red wine. And the things I'm learning about the mansion. Lots of games. Yeah, back end. The pool table. Followers are playing a little pool table. Yeah. Creepy, creepy paintings, right? Yeah, some creepy I, I, Marilyn Manson stuff on the walls. You know, the, the weird, like, paintings they're working on and stuff on the walls already. Did that one look like a dude was reaching his arm into somebody else's chest? That was pretty crazy. I mean, they're, they're very, but they're very, they're very stylish in there. They've got the Eames chair. They've got, like, some nice yeah. things, you know, going on. But the followers are not, uh, they, they don't like, they don't. They want to be comfortable. Is what I'm trying to say here. Well, they all and they, they had to spend two two weeks. We learned in the isolation chamber. They deserve a little R and R. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You've been to the mountain. Have a seat. The it's house, an Eames chair. That's a classic. Lots of red wine in this house. Every, everyone has a glass of red wine. Well, it looks like blood. There's some symbolism. There you yeah. go. Some symbolism right That's there. So there's no 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 Chardonnays. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who would drink white wine after killing somebody? Really? <laughs> it's just that weird? it doesn't seem particularly strong. It you gotta clashes. go red. It's it clashes. Red, so I love it. But yeah. Um, and then Joey, uh, Joey seems to be right at home in the house too. I mean, he's a lot more comfortable with his mom there, but he's definitely still right at home. He can go from being re- really concerned to like, I love, you know, Joey's a smart kid. He was not, he's not so concerned. I like the whole notion of him being like, okay, Joey, go run along and play. Grown ups are going to talk. And he kind of runs off and plays checkers in the following Sorority Claire house. It's just, uh, Joey's got, Joey's right at home there. Well, you're a kid. You can get used to anything. And yeah. it's not that freaky from his point of view. I mean, no. it's not like they're murdering anybody in front of him. No. But. I mean, I mean, though, would would they have him killed? They had him kill. Uh, would they would they have him put inside the little dill jar? I don't remember what that was. That was a few episodes ago. That was a frog, I believe, right? Or was something, that a fro- something? Something small. It was something really small. Oh, no, it was it was a it was like a fly of some sort or something, right? No, it was, no, it was, just, a, it was it an was, animal. It was an animal. It was an animal. I don't remember what it was, but they had him kill something. Or pretend to kill something. Per- yeah, we we didn't we didn't finish that. We didn't yes. see if that was a thing. What but he's you? he's very comfy. Yeah, I agree with you. That but uh, but I think that's part of the, that's part and parcel of the whole deal. I like watching Emma this week. She's I mean she's. Uh, she got really nothing right now. At least at the beginning of the episode, she gets a little little, little throwdown from Joe at the end. Once Claire kind of like Claire makes it pretty clear. Well, she got a little throwdown with Claire too. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that, <laughs> arms above my head. Yes, yes, yes. Is that, is that <laughs> the, uh, wait a minute. You, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was that was a fight that was a long time coming. I enjoyed that tremendously. Yes, you were very excited about that. Fight. Yes. Yeah. So were you. I did. No. Someone shouted, kiss her. That yeah. was you. Somebody. I, I, I think I, I shouted, kiss her after you shouted, make out. So I no. think that I, I don't know if I went further. Oh, no. It was, uh, it was good to see. You have Valerie, um, who's lovely. Yeah. Valerie Curry. Yeah. Valerie Curry. Yeah. It's a great uh, neck, that Valerie Curry. Great neck, huh? Yeah. That's, that's, I've, I've never, you know. Yeah. I've, I've never been attracted to a neck before in my life. You've never have not, not I think, that way. I think a well, neck. welcome, my friend. I've seen a That's lot a of really good necks. Neck. <laughs> I've seen a lot of good necks. I would say hers is is up there. Hers is really good. It's very, it's very willowy. It's very I think yes. is the term. Yes. A willowy neck. Yeah. Shout out to Emma's neck. Yes. That's my next. That's my next Coachella band. <laughs> Emma's, Emma's neck. neck up on the main stage. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Emma's neck. All right. What else? Um, 
Well, I, I really got a kick out of – I really like the, the kind of like the pace they had in the house to this week because it really gave you uh, – it, it feels like they went out of their way a little bit to kind of give you an idea of what the house was like, which obviously every week, every time they do that, it makes you crazy because you see people, the serial killers, playing pool. Yeah, you know, I'm, I think it's fun. But I like the Roderick and, and Claire scene. I liked uh, I liked just that kind of like moment where Roderick's just come off his, his, his verbal beatdown from Joe. Right. And he's been he's – been, uh, he's been, I believe, wrapped in the – and he got punched in the nose, didn't he? Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, Claire's kind of what, – what's your deal, man? You seem normal. What are you doing here? And he's like, you know, I think the way he put it is it's a safe place where there's no – I have no shame for being who I am. And that was right. pretty cool, you know, like she was – where Claire was trying to figure out what's the point here. I enjoyed that. I think that that gave us a little insight, you know. There's a customer out there for everybody's crazy. Yeah, there, there is. There, there's somebody, see. you know. I like there's a customer for everyone's crazy. Uh, seriously, like you know, there's somebody out there willing to buy your crazy. You just have to find that customer. That's, right. that's, that's the words to live by. Someone, Joe found him. Something my grandfather would say: "Words to live by." <laughs> you can write that down if you want. There's, there's we a record customer it. for everyone's crazy. That's so. it. Um, I did love. I love that we get the real, more sort of backstory to to Ryan too, with the the, the dad. Yeah, and you know, I guess we'll talk about it a little later. But, yeah, but, you know that that was really cool. That's, that Spider Man, uh, the Spider Man. Uh, it was very Spidey. Story. Yeah, yeah. I wrote, I wrote that down. I'm like, it's very Uncle Ben, Spider Peter Parker, or, or Thomas yeah. Wayne, Batman. It's a, yep. you know, it's the whole thing there. But uh, I love to see it. Although I will say, uh, that kid they got to play Kevin Bacon, who's a good looking kid. He looks a lot like Bacon, the young, the 1983 Bacon. Yeah, I you know Bacon in '83. I mean, he's '82 was Diner, '84 was Footloose. That kid didn't look. That kid was a lot. Kevin Bacon was a lot better looking. A lot cooler. Well, now that, that kid. Now, don't don't be all screwed up, kid. Don't go kill yourself. I mean, that's just Joe Brad. You're, you're a fine actor, and you look you a lot did a like good Kevin, job, and you're playing a young Kevin Bacon. But but, you know, it, it, but it, that only one young Kevin Bacon. It's young Kevin Bacon. Wow, you're so critical about that. I'm just saying that kid wasn't going to go uh, dancing through the barn. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Was he? He wasn't going to do it. <laughs> but he did a good job, he and did. I liked. And I liked uh, at, at the end with the overdose scene. I enjoyed that. I think he did yeah. a good job with that. It's, it's a good job. And I was pretty happy about that. I enjoyed yeah. that too. Because we know like, Bacon was in diner in '82. He was uh, overdosing uh, and killing <laughs> killers. Random in dude in '83 and in '84. He moved loose. to a small town in the south where they couldn't dance, He's and he busy. rescued the town. He's a busy guy. Wow. And he was in college in what seventy eight, Animal House. Was oh, that seventy yes. eight? That's right. Something like that. Seventy. Yeah, that's pretty good. If we find out our years are all off, we're going to be so embarrassed. People are going to be like monkeys. I'm never ever wrong. So what do we got. All right. Um, uh, speaking of Kevin Bacon and uh, and and being as fit as Kevin Bacon was in nineteen eighty, it doesn't matter. Pick Four. Pick your poison. Footloose. Um, uh, stop wasting your time and money. And schooling leaves you broken, jobless. Uh, the National Academy of Sports Medicine guarantees you will land a job within 90 days of earning your personal trainer certification. These guys do personal trainer certification, and they're the best. Uh, that's a job within 90 days of becoming CPT certified, guaranteed, or your money back. But you have to visit usatrainer.com today. The fitness industry is booming, and there's a huge demand for certified personal trainers. You can earn a ton of money. They're talking six-figure money. You can set your own hours. There's always work, and you're basically getting paid to stay in shape. Have you ever seen a personal trainer that is fat? No. Um, who knows? You might even become my personal trainer. That's probably not accurate. Uh, I don't have a personal trainer, but I did spend a week on vacation, and I feel fattened up, so i got to get it together. Um, 
Certified personal trainers work with some of the top athletes and A-list celebrities from around the world, and they are the reason that uh, that they're in such good shape today. Visit usatrainer.com today and get started with your free 14-day sneak peek of our fast, fun, easy online program. You get 14 days free toward your CPT certification and a potential six-figure income at usatrainer.com. That is usatrainer.com. Once again, check out usatrainer.com. They'll get you certified, and you'll have a job within 90 days. Stop. Um, Hold on. Stop the show. That was a fine live read. Wow. That was outstanding. That was a master class. That was a Thank master. That, that's the way you do a live read up in this mug. Now, are, you, are you being sarcastic? No, that was great. I, could, I can do that in 10 takes. I couldn't do that read. That was good. Right? Yeah. Nando, like give me a, 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 a clipped. That's all right. All right. This is the one time I'm going to give you any kind of, any kind of big you sure? compliment. You're going to yes. keep it. I, th- I thought it was that. really good. I said it was master class. Yeah, it was very good. Oh, listen, you guys are all welcome. Do you want me to really be excited? No, I don't want you to be really excited. Oh, my God, Joe. The people at USA Trainers should be really excited. That's a, that's a good those, those are the people. Now I'm excited that you mentioned that yeah. again. It's a clean, that's a clean compliment from Joe Braswell to Joe yeah. Flippo. It's a, it's a nice Marissa, read. would you write this, or at least yes. note it in the log? Hey, we keep a very extensive log. Okay. You could have probably hit Twelve ton minutes of in. money. <laughs> but other than that, it was a awesome. A ton of money. Let's get back to this. All right, let's 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 get deeper now. I want to find find out, Nando, what leapt out at you this week? What grabbed you and shook you uh, to your core? Well, you know, I got to bring up my man, my main man, my main guy. Mike Weston. Mike Weston. Oh, yeah. The return of Mike, but he's a meaner, he's a batter, he's He's new and improved. He's very dark. Yeah. Yeah. In a world where... (laughs) In a world where an FBI agent has been beaten within an inch of his life. Yeah. (laughs) Boy, he came out. He really came out. I mean, it was awesome to see him back. Uh, Nice little reference to Fight Club. Because pretty much he was in a fight club sure. there with the you know Ala Brad Pitt style, yep. and he took charge. He was pissed off. He was on a mission. He in in a scene reminiscent to I think it was episode two or three when uh, when Ryan and Mike were going into a house and Ryan was barging in. Yeah, he did the exact thing Ryan did. He said this Ooh, was mirror. I thought this was Ryan Hardy approved. Remember when Deborah Deborah's there said knife and he- I blame that on you. Yeah, exactly. Right. So and here he is kicking butt. And uh, when Ryan was up against the, the the Brian Fowler, the the guy who owned the house, or his parents owned the house, uh, Weston came in and just started beating boom. the hell out of him. Yeah. yeah, boom. Badass. Completely different. We did not expect to see this out of Mike Weston in the past. No. He seemed a lot more timid. He seemed more like a student to uh, to Ryan. And now here he is being a badass. Well, I will say he has the same. He's always had this level of enthusiasm about his job. I think that he's always been very enthusiastic and very sort of seemingly wide-eyed and very happy to be there. But uh, he did attack his job with, with a bunch of zeal and enthusiasm. He's still doing that. It's just that it comes from a different place. Yeah. Before it came from a place of like genuine, like, I'm happy to be with Hardy. I'm going to do a great job. Um, I am. He, he strikes me as the kind of guy who is and knows he's smarter than everyone in terms of like a kind of a whiz kid, but just wants to underplay it and do his thing. Now he's driven by... I'm going to, that same enthusiasm is driven by, like, I hate these people. I am, you know, they almost, I almost died. I'm going to beat the crap out of all of them. I don't give a crap what I have to do. I don't give a shit what I have to do. Hmm. I, I don't know what, it, what uh, you know, I, there's got to be a helplessness that's got to come along with that kind of scene where you're, you're like, captured. Like, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think, I think that there's one thing to get to get beat up or lose a fight. You know, but it's another thing to be in a total position of helplessness, and right. and I think that the psychologically, I, I would imagine the combination uh, does more damage than um, than just being beat up. I mean, you get beat up, you get beat up. Well, he was but, actually, but he was stabbed. He was like, 
he was not. Yeah, but I mean, like he that whole died. that whole thing though that they had him and they had him like yeah. they had him completely at at their at their uh, at, uh, you know under their under their control. Right. So I think that that you know that but between the two you've got you got not just the beatdown but the complete you know give up your of your personal control of yourself. Well, I will I will add a but to all of this because uh, okay, I of course feel I still feel that the I feel that the red flags are back up. Yeah. Well, look. <laughs> we well, okay. Look at it this way. First of all, H Dub G. When he was identifying when he was identifying Roderick, <laughs> he identified him, and Ryan said, according to his assessment, this guy's a military brat. And Roderick already said in an earlier episode that he came from a family of law enforcement. So did Mike Weston. Just putting it out there. They both have that similarity together. Also, there was that little episode where Ryan was talking with, that little scene where Ryan was talking with Mike, and Mike started saying, you sounded like my dad. Mm. And then Ryan said something like, you don't have to do all this. And now, you, you know, you're really messing with me. You know my dad, right? Something like that. Uh, you must really know my dad. So he, he has daddy issues, and yeah. he's a military brat. So those that, just that seem, it clearly equals follower. It clearly equals follower. Can't you <laughs> see the writing on the wall? can you go with this? Right? Well, dad, hey, military dad versus. Well, let's 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 look at this. Let's look at it this way. Emma didn't have a dad, so Joe ended up being kind of like a father to her. Although now he's a lot more than a father with her than her that. Not the end of this episode for sure. Hey, uh, Jacob, she might have called him dad. Jacob seemed to have problems oh. with his dad. Guess what? Ryan Hardy has problems with his dad. With his dad's death, he's dealing with his dad's death. Apparently, that affected him. This is this was almost his origin story, kind of like Spider Man. His origin right. story about his dad dying and how it affected him. There was a lot of daddy issues here, and look how it's messed everybody up. We still don't know a lot about Mike Weston. That's all I'm trying to say. We still don't know a lot. And come on, he's in the same room with Joe Carroll, and he doesn't die. Neither him nor Deborah die. How convenient is that? That they everyone escapes. And nobody does. I say this with love. You are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's, he's, I gotta say, the guy's making a little sense here. Oh, no. Yeah, he's, I'm he's switching somebody over. I Somebody's mean, turning not, with me. I'm not, he hasn't turned me yet. You guys, by but the I, end of this, I, I, Nando's gonna convince you water's not wet anymore. I'm just saying. Joe, you're not listening. It, nothing I, about this water's wet. He, it's dripping, I feel. No, he hasn't turned me, but but the the man makes some strong points. All right, a lot of these people have a hole in their life, and they need a father figure. Right. And I'm just saying, I'm just noting in, that Mike Weston seems to be one of those people. I, right I understand now. what you're saying. In response to what you're saying, um, giving it giving it all the credence that I can <laughs> with a straight face, I will say that I think that uh, that Ryan Hardy maybe has been assigned the role of filling that father figure for Mike Weston. Okay, and and uh, and and given the way that he handled him in the ambulance afterwards i thought it was very gentle mm-hmm. and just reminding him you can't go too far with something you know and and and, and so that scene you know you had that that uh, that action in that scene was was that father father son action right there mentor uh uh and mentoree i don't know what the, the term is on right. mentor there if you're doing fine yeah thank you um and then uh then the other the other part of that obviously the other action that scene is revealing something about about uh about uh Ryan. Uh, we obviously don't do don't do something you, you can't you can't undo and then we get to see him you know get the the uh, the what you call get the hot shot to uh, the kid. It's interesting but, to see that too because right before that Joe was saying how they both were not very very similar and and I kind of see that they both are affected by death. We don't know Joe's backstory as much but when he was saying what fuels you death and, yeah. and they both are fueled by death but it seems more like Ryan's trying to save people and they just is surrounded by death whereas Joe has that I can never say this word mono monomaniacal monomaniacal means to kill 
that that's what drives him. So it seems like an opposite side of the coin, but then all of a sudden you see that Ryan actually killed. Yeah, he, he, he killed, killed the killed his dad's. Yeah, he killed, he his, killed dad's his dad's killer. killer. Yeah. And and you know what's what's interesting is he didn't tell Joe that, and he didn't let Joe know that. So he's keeping that from Joe, which I think is kind of like a, like a little bit of defiance there. I'm going to play your game, but I'm not going to. You're get, an FBI. You know? <laughs> You're an <laughs> FBI dude. Are you really going to tell people? By the uh, way, I kind of killed my dad's yeah. killer. That's, that's a real a big FD. That's a real WTF right there. <laughs> that wasn't so much a suicide. I'm just saying. In the, uh, yeah, the, in the uh, entrance exam or the background screen. <laughs> you uh, you ever kill a junkie? Oh. Just, just a question. Yes. Don't let me in. Cause I'm... Um, but yeah, that was cool, though. I I, I really... Uh, I, I think, though, for Mike Weston, um, I think that uh, I think that's Ryan Hardy's deal with him. I think that's their kind of like their their juxtaposition right now. Yeah. And, and their... Uh, uh, what you call it? The... Uh, all through that episode, though, every time Weston did something out out, out of line that was crazy, yeah. Ryan's they went right to Ryan, and Ryan just kept the same. He kept you know, coming back and kept doing the same thing. Oh no, don't! Oh, don't do yeah. that! It was, a but big, it was exactly what what he did. You know, three episodes ago, it was right. a nice little switch. And it's also inter- interesting to see that while Weston was being crazy and Weston was getting all gung ho, on the other side, Jacob was doing the exact same thing. They were both very, very similar. I know I made yeah. a prediction earlier that I thought maybe they were even brothers, but it was just interesting to see that they're both very, very similar. Jacob's got his dark side, and Weston right now has his dark side. Although both of them, by the end of the episode, Weston starts realizing, wow, maybe I'm taking this too far. And you saw Jacob seeing that news report about him with yeah. his dad start thinking a little bit and almost looks like he wants to go back to the old... Tag Romney. Well, we we got the final confirmation of, of of Jacob's full backstory, and he turns yeah. out he is Tag Romney. They you know, <laughs> kept saying a very well, similar pri- background. Privilege, yeah, privilege comes from a very privileged family and what, a privileged life. One of our one of our commenters, by the way, is asking who the hell is Tag Romney. Maybe we should explain that. There was a man named Mitt Romney who ran for president of the United States. He did. It was, in fairness to Americans, several months ago, so there's sure. no reason we should remember it. But this is an international – this might be an international might person. Be. So, uh, so I'll take the condescension out of my voice. Uh, and, then, uh, and then uh, Mitt has five sons. One of them's name is Tag. And I thought they're all named Tag, actually. <laughs> they're no? Tag and Pip and Yimp, and then they're like <laughs> Scooter. And, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, Joe, Joe thinks that Tag Romney is one of the best names in the world, and it refers now to anyone who is a total... Uh, no, no, Mitt, Mitt Romney's five sons are a bunch of five good-looking, clean-cut boys. Guys that you would who, see in the J. Crew catalog. J. Crew catalog. Yeah. They, you Wearing know, chinos and sweaters. Chinos, sweaters, you know, sensible Collar slacks, shirts. Nice polo shirts. Absolutely. Deep parts. Very, deep very part deep. starts on the yes. ear and goes over. So that, that that that's my reference there. Uh, one of the things about Ryan and, and Mike, I think, is worth pointing out is uh, is, is that Ryan, I think we get we get it now why, but uh, he sees himself, I think, as unsavable, and I think that's because he killed the uh, the 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 guy who killed his dad. And I don't think we ever got that until this week. I mean, before you were kind of like, uh, you know, and Joe Joe alludes to it this whole episode, like what what is it? What drives you? What is your deal? And and I think we get to see it. Obviously, Joe doesn't, but. I think that he doesn't view himself as savable, but he views Mike as savable. So, could be. So, like, I can do this stupid stuff because I'm, you know, I, I've already my soul's already blackened and 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 charred up because I killed this guy in cold blood. Right. But you haven't done that. Don't do that. Yeah, that's a good point. That's very good. Yeah. point. it's a very good point. I like that. Um, wh- Joe, tell me, tell wh- me, Joe. Wait. No, he had a question. I, I had said more, one more question. I apologize. Yeah, yeah. Question. Um, so- what's the question, Joe? Weston. <laughs> Weston, yes. No, so uh, okay. what, how much time has passed? Because it feels a little soon for him to be back to work, doesn't it? <laughs> well, it was just in the real world right now. It's what three weeks, but I don't know because he was just like in the in the like on 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 
I will say in the hospital. You're right. He was on life support in the hospital, and he seemed to be near death. And I mean, actively in the field, leading leading the charge. In in real world, I think it would take about three weeks, approximately, at least, for someone to maybe get a desk job. Not 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 even to just go barging in. He's he's running point on a uh, yeah. In in fairness to 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 everyone, none of us are doctors, so we have no way to actually you know we we we're not allowed. I don't know the contusion that was on the lower rib. It was it was an anterior anterior. Thanks, Doc. You know, suspension of disbelief once again. Maybe an FBI WTF for bringing him out there too soon, especially before a psych eval apparently. Yeah, but. Right. On, on the other hand, we are we are running up against the shooting schedules. I would imagine for X Men. Yes. So I mean, there's <laughs> there are always practical considerations to be dealt with here. Look, if he's going to turn, he's got to be out in the field. Right? Come on, That's he's right. got to be ah, out in the field now. We lose gotta. Sean in three months. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't turn if you're not playing. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, uh, I um, I I really love the I love the ladies in this one. I loved uh, the Emma, Claire, and Parker. I want first first Parker. I think I just want to briefly touch on Agent Parker. How when they were going through and turning over the uh, armory, mm-hmm. she had another moment of zeal. Her her normal moment of sort of like, um, come look at this, Ryan. Isn't this great? Like she she was really excited right. about everything. It's a whole training area. There's a deprivation thing down here. She was excited. She was a little excited about the whole thing, which is cool. Uh, I did like. Um, Carolism. 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 You know, she was very, so I was very, um, yeah, I loved everything about, everything about the whole thing. Incidentally, I did say that fans of the show should be called Carolers. I said that weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't say that on the show, but I did say that weeks ago. I thought it'd be yeah, funny. Give a whole new, no whole new meaning to door to door caroling. It all kind of But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it was, but it, it's sort of a deep, you know, I couldn't tell really if we're getting more and more into that Agent Parker character and sort of what what motivates her. But she gets really, really excited to to talk about the the paintings in the wall and the and then to, and, the, and the religious ties. Yeah. And uh, she dropped a Scientology reference in there too. Um, yeah. We nothing to say on that, Joe. I work in Los Angeles. I don't want anybody's religion. <laughs> I respectfully Sorry. refuse to answer the question. Scientology. Um, so yeah, so that so that, so that happened. Those they have buildings. Too. But Claire, I, I did you know back to Claire and Emma. Claire was we did see Claire try to escape. We're seeing Claire sort of navigate her way through the house. I'm, you know, as we, we earlier on we talked about you know figuring out ways to give Claire something to do. You know, mm-hmm. we like for a while she was just kind of in the house waiting, pining for Joey. Like how are we going to get her involved? So now she's in. Now she's in the in the following the mansion, you know, but she still sort of seems like I'm, I'm you know, I'm, 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 I want to give her more. She's doing, she's, she seems to be, um, uh, what should I say? She, she seems to be, um, as, as, as a character, I'm not exactly sure where, what Claire's go, where, where she's going and what, what, what will be, you know, what's going to happen to her. Although, I will say this, although I do like how, and I'm going to contradict myself right now, I do like how she seems to be, you know, getting more information about the plan. She's yeah. talking to Roderick. She's kind of working Roderick a little she's bit. She's read the book. Well, she's working Roderick clearly. Like, yeah. like you know, you know, they can't trust Carol. And you know, what's your deal? And you yeah. know, working him, and then going back and kind of working Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, so we'll see. I don't know. And she's read the book. She's read so the book. So she knows what the plan is. She said your plan's not going to work, which right. means she is ahead of the Joe Carroll plan. Yeah. Well, let, let me let me say this, and this is something I think that they're doing with her that I really enjoy. Yeah, you, she's taken back her power. Like that's that fight with her and Emma. 
Yeah, that was bitching. Well, that that, that was my thing. So I want to oh, get yeah. to that too. The Emma, the in the her and Emma fight. Well, Emma the, the, before the fight, the exchange was great. Yeah, oh, Emma's crazy. I, I didn't appreciate how crazy Emma's. Emma got super cray. Wow, super cray in that. The, the, she was Valley, Valley Curry was doing the damn thing in that performance as well. But like, yeah, just the way she looked at her, like the smile, real family. Yeah, the the, the, the brow was up. Nuts? That was, yeah. that was awesome. The apology. And then finally, when she said, you know, uh, that moment when it turned, when she came out, she stormed outside. Emona, uh, Claire stormed outside and said, "No, I meant it. So you stay away from Joey." She's I don't like, need any time to think about this. What are you nuts? Her reaction was like, "Oh, yeah, really? Are you think you're in control? Is that you think that's your choice?" I love the way she played that. You know? Yeah. Even earlier, her line of like, "Too soon, too soon." But you know, it's I like I like it though from Claire's point of view because there's nothing to lose. What's the right. worst thing that's going to happen? I'm right. going to get captured by my ex husband's crazies. All right, that's done. Yeah. So you know, so f- screw it. Go after her, and she did. And she punched her. I was right amazed that she uh, that Emma punched her back. Yeah, oh yeah, punched her back. Especially after but, Jacob said, "I'm not allowed to bruise your face," no. and Emma just went for it. But I think f- her her situation is more precarious, it seems to me, than Claire's. Yeah. Well, well don't, don't sleep on Emma. We saw Emma earlier in the the, the first three episodes about Emma being a badass running shit being a badass bossing around you know uh jacob and paul like d- d- you know d- has having what it takes to be done and now we've seen this this new emma who's been confused and maybe quiet and then this is a return of emma like oh no i'm emma like i i, I will i will whoop your ass <laughs> no, don't mess with me so i, I like to see that so and then of course there was a, the, the 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 you know the choking scene and you know she went for the neck the beautiful neck and mm. And then Joe got excited. Flip on that. Is. Flip on that. Uh, I don't think that's fair to say. You you screamed make out. You, you screamed kiss her. Right, after you screamed make out. I'm All just right. saying. I try to dial it back. Things you two just crazy. kiss each other and get it over no, with. No, right? I don't think that's in the, in the cards. He here. doesn't have as nice a neck. Come here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, good old-fashioned cat fight. Well, that's I, it. I, I like that Claire's taking back her power with Joe, though. I think that she does some cool stuff with Joe. That I I, I just like that, that Joe's, Joe's not special to Claire. Right. Like and I, I, I always like when, when, when actors can really portray what was clearly a long marriage. Like right. I think that that adds credibility to everything. And you really felt that in that last scene where he brings in the wine and he's like excited to tell her about his day. Like he's genuinely he's like things were crazy. Let's yeah. talk about it. She's like I can't I can't do this. You're you're re- this is ridiculous. I mean he's got the the turtleneck and the two yeah, glasses of he's wine. Like, hey, he leans in. Hey, she's like no man. And uh, she just are you still awake? Oh, oh, long day. Long day. Let's talk about uh, it. Here's some Merlot. She's like, I can't, I can't do this. This is, I can't keep pretending to do this. Is insane. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, you know. And it, it was great. The scene was, and, and like everybody else is like, Joe's up here on this mountain, and he's this genius. And she's like, yeah. Your plan is stupid. This is never going to work. <laughs> what are you doing? And his right. face fell. Yeah, he's yeah. Genu- genuinely seemed a little. It's like what? No, it's not. You shouldn't have read it. it wasn't done. Like yeah. he was, you know, like messed up. Right. Oh. But that's the way to get at him. Yeah. The book. Well, we yeah. See, he's gotten yeah, that's rattled. His vulnerability. Book, that's his vulnerability. Because we saw Ryan do it earlier. Yeah. When Ryan said, what's wrong, Joe? What's wrong? What's wrong? Exactly. You know, and, uh, but actually, but Ryan didn't get to him when he, when he mentioned that, the, that they'd gotten the, uh, the, the armory. armory. Yeah. So we see, we're seeing Joe, un- in Ryan's word, we're seeing Joe unravel a bit, but, uh, he, he always seems so in control. I mean, he's, the, the other irony here, just, and I'm not going to step on your Joe thing, but the thing about Joe is, he seems so completely in control of the entire situation when he was in the cell. When he's in the cell, no one was more in control of, of, of... Except when Jordy was alive. Right. And then he got rattled <laughs> a little bit. But he, he seemed really in control of the situation. Now that he's sort of out and free and the followers are there, uh, you mentioned that he, he looked nervous when he saw the followers. Now that he's out and free and sort of running things, he seems a bit off his game, which you would think would be the opposite. I really like what you said, though, about 
about uh, about the book, and I really think that like the book being his vulnerability, and I think it's ironic that he can plan all this all this stuff in real life and come up with all this intricate stuff, but when it comes time to write a book that he as a as a literature professor would would value. He's not able to do that, right? And that's what's that's what's screwing him up. And I, I just think that that's so ironic. Like he's able to do it in real life, but what he really needs to do is be able to write it. And if he can write it, then he'll have value not just as a serial killer, but he'll have value as a writer, which is what he valued his whole career. Right. And he's not able to make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I think he was I think the armory bothered him, but more peripherally, I think what really got him is is the writer's block. Yeah. Like he can't like. I, I, he can't execute that. Yeah, it's like the one thing besides killing people. The one thing he does well, right? Or he's decided <laughs> is, that know, he does like, well. He thinks he, does, he well. does well. And this is, you know, you have this a lot with, with you know, whatever profession it is. Especially like this is the the, the uh, lament of like critics, movie critics who you know sit and criticize and, and, and write you know long reviews of movies, but obviously can't would not be can't able to turn around anything. and create a narrative or, you know or, or, or these actors who talk about folks like oh, that was the worst performance i've ever seen but could not even come close to doing that right and they know? get on camera and they're at, yeah that, so, that's that it's it's he, ironic he's a this professor one. who you know spends his whole, whole life talking critiquing the great great literature specifically poe when it's time to do his masterpiece he has writer's block which is you know a bit of performance anxiety i love it i think i think that's neat yeah um, yeah, that's it. So the chicks, uh, Emma, Emma, I think Emma was Emma's great. Uh, it's great to see her return. Emma was hot. Claire is um, still kind of concerned about what what she's doing, but it's always great to see Natalie Z do her thing, and um, uh, she is taking the power back. It's a good point. And uh, Agent Parker, um, the one thing about Parker and then and back in the house was why didn't yeah why didn't they kill her? I don't understand again. That, that, Both of them stayed alive. Yeah, I mean, there's that whole, you know, we're going to push her away. You, you had her. First of all, you, you get her and you knock her out. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, these, these cold, you know, you, you slit my ass throat. Take no, you slit the guy's throat, you know, uh, quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Jacob did. But then t- knock out Parker. And then you use Parker because maybe presumably, you know. You need to get out. You need to get a hostage, maybe. But then you take her downstairs and you have her. You have, you have Hardy, you have Weston, and you have Parker. There's two of them. There's three FBI agents. They're going to leave two, three FBI agents to chase two guys. And Weston is begging, begging Ryan to just let, let well, him die. Right. And then just shove Parker and run? Well, that, 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 like, that move is from the that fifth grade. No, that, yeah, that's like straight like 1970s cop but show. Go! And, and then the music comes out. Da, 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 right. They start running in, in, right. the, in, the, in the nine inch heels they're all wearing. But. Well, I, <laughs> that, that, that scene bothered me tremendously. Like, I don't understand why. Uh, Someone didn't get shot in the leg. Yeah. Why they didn't knock somebody over the head. I mean, at least sell me something. Let me well, believe Mike that got, they had a chance. Mike got some fingers, uh, fingernails. No, I'm not the, worried about right. Mike. Mike made sense. But I'm talking about Parker and, and Ryan. Yeah. Why Parker didn't get shot in the leg or Ryan get well, beat I'm over gonna the presume, head? Something. I'm going to assume or presume that they want Ryan alive. They don't, the, the, Ryan never seems to die because they want to toy with Ryan. Parker is expendable in this situation for me. Um, Weston is already in the other room, the bulletproof room. Parker's expendable. They could they could shoot Parker and then run and have them you know be dealing with Parker, but instead they shove her. I don't know. So that that, that got me either. Especially since they're all over the. They seem to be following them every single week. They seem to be getting closer and closer. So right. why not maim one of I them at the that, very least? That got me just just, just my thing. But I will say this: Deborah was with uh, was with Jacob, and Weston was with Joe. I don't think Jacob would know enough about other 
people. If if one of those two was a follower, I'm just saying, I don't think Jacob would know who's a follower, who's not. So him right. pushing Deborah was strictly uh, maybe a, re- a reversion to uh, back to Tag Romney. Like, maybe I won't kill you after all. Right. And Joe not killing Mike, though, could be a, well, Mike was kind of, is kind of an accomplice. He, he let me kill, uh, what's that guy's name, Danny, and let me tie him up and play you know play a uh, victim play a uh, hostage right. while i did this i might need him again so i'm gonna run it out. just got me suspicious as to back on your train that parker may be in on it or, i'm swaying him you know, i'm swaying him yeah it's, it's a little, a little, a little suspicious all right let, let me ask you guys this yes. I, I think maybe we're viewing this all wrong i mean we're viewing this through this logical prism where people are doing logical things for a logical end game yeah that is not what is happening here we do have lunatic people doing lunatic things for lunatic purposes. Sure. And and they've kind of codified it. Joe Carroll leaving the house, for instance. Lunatic. Yeah, it was Straight really up dumb. Captain Kirk and Spock action from 1964. Remember that? Only the captain and the, and the, oh. and the, and the first science officer can, <laughs> can be down. <laughs> There's no and other handle. people that could possibly check I'm in charge of Where was number one? Where was number one to stop him from going there? <laughs> I was I was in charge of 327 people on this on the Enterprise. So I'm going to go ahead and hop down here. Yeah. Me as a captain, has to right. go down and check this uh, out. Check off, you're in charge. Okay, uh, all right, I'm out. <laughs> all right, every week, I mean, that's the same thing we got, we got going here. I'm going to kill him. Why? Roderick, you're a mess. Uh, okay, yes. but what the hell? Um, but I, I think we're all viewing this through this logical lens, which would make sense if it was a caper show, if there was like a caper coming. Yeah. Does anybody say caper anymore? No, not just I don't think so. Just you. Caper. Yeah, anyway, I, I'm, I'll bring it back. So, um, probably not. So, if there was like a big <laughs> caper, see? It's a caper. Yes, I'll bring my Tommy gun. So, if there, was, if there was a caper to be had, if we were all going to break into the vault at the bank. Um, Stop saying caper. You're yeah. dating yourself older and older. <laughs> yeah. You're going deeper and deeper. Listen, and here's the thing. Not... I was nowhere near able to see caper live on, okay. on live TV. There was, I'm, I'm about 30 years too young for that. But um, <laughs> maybe 50? I don't know. No, I don't know what you are. I don't know. Anyway, Anymore. caper. I'm going to go with it. I'm sticking with it. Okay, got But it. there's no caper. This is this is the whole thing is a totally different animal. There's no overarching <laughs> Italian job. What what do you want to call it? Uh, caper? Caper. Okay. It's a caper. Well, okay. we, we actually, we don't know that there's not a caper because we have well, all the... Uh, I have explosives, and we have all the what's 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 wrong. You got me saying caper. You said, you said caper too. Well, no, it's, I'm not. When you say it, it sounds silly. Yeah, well, oh. <laughs> boy, but there's, there, there, <laughs> see, sorry, all right. Well, we are digressing. You, you lost me. All right, um, I, I want to talk about. Is it my turn? Caper. All right, uh, I want to talk about Roderick and Joe yes. because this uh, this this dynamic is. I predicted it was going to get crazy, and it's yes. getting crazy. And uh, again, I think, but I think that kind of ties into what we're talking about because we're we're viewing this almost through the lens that Roderick, I'm assuming, is viewing it through, right. which is logical. Like right. we have it, we have. Can we get started, Joe? Remember, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah. you said that we're anxious that, to get started, right? You said that once we got your family back together, we're going to get started. Family's back together. Let's get started. And Joe's like, oh, I'm in charge, and I'm going to do it when I'm ready to do it. We don't know what they're doing, but we know it involves chemicals, right? The crazy guy yep. went to pick up from yep. uh, from bondage girlfriend. Yep. Um, from uh, Haley Mercury, I think her name was. Is uh-huh. that her name? Mercury. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Mercury was the last name. I said red. I said red. Oh. <laughs> and she said red like a maniac. She said red and uh, no love. Bummer. Yeah, but um, but so we know there's chemicals involved in whatever it is, and we know that we got all this stuff in the in the in the uh, in the what you call it in the the armory. Right. So there is an overarching. There is a caper. So to sp- if something's going on, but Joe's obviously in no rush to take care of it. Roderick seems to me like he's the guy who's got a little bit of a, a, a tweak in him, like he likes to kill people. Right. But um. But he also has like a like he he's into this plan, whatever this thing is that we don't know about. 
But Joe, I don't think cares. I think Joe's overarching plan is the book. And and I I, I don't know Joe this week. Well, well was, the plan's in the book. The plan's so. in the book, but it is the book. Yeah, yeah. Or or maybe Joe's wigging out. Maybe the plan isn't ready, and it's supposed to be ready. And he's right at this. Well, point, he said he has a problem a with the hero arc. So. You have to figure out what what does that mean in relation to his plan in the book. That is the question. That's the question. I I enjoyed very much Joe this week. I enjoyed seeing uh, a, a lunatic with a writer with writer's block. That was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. Um, and and I like that for that opening phone call when he calls Ryan and he's like, like I, I I need to talk this out, you know. And like like wait a minute, man, you don't get to just call me because you got writer's block. No, right, you don't understand. Right, right. This, this is a mess. <laughs> what drives you, man? What's what's going on in there? And it was it was it was smooth. And and you know like you you've all had those calls from your friends, or they're trying to figure something out, and they're like trying to get you to agree to something, and they're like, so what's your? They're fishing a little bit. And that was that was really uh, that was neat. But you saw him. Uh, the unraveling, I think, is is not so much from anything but that book. I, that's the that's the vibe I get anyway. Um, well, the plan's in the book, so uh, you but, know. So the plan is in the book, right. and that's what Claire says isn't going to happen, right? It's not going to work. It's not going to work. That's what she said. Okay, so 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 we think that 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 maybe Joe's not as tweaked about the the content of the. Oh, I'm sorry, not not as 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 tweaked about the style because it seemed to me like he was kept you know kept typing over and over again. Different. He, he he needed different verbiage. He wasn't happy with the way it was coming out. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I don't know. Do you think it's? I, I got the vibe. It was it was a, a literary professor who was trying to make you know put something down on paper, and he wasn't happy with the way it was. Uh, well, you have to think. The only thing I could think of is we've seen earlier in the season that Joe was trying to cement the love story. Or Joe was trying to get the hero back because he was such a flawed character in the beginning when he was an alcoholic, hanging out in his apartment, pretty much doing nothing. Right. So I guess he's trying to find Ryan's motivation to continue or, or something. Again, what drives him? So the only question really is how to get Ryan into his endgame. That's the only thing I could think of when I'm thinking about what, what he's trying to do with his book and, and how he's working Ryan storyline, the, the hero arc into the storyline, right? But I, I think what's what's, and maybe that was a device because maybe I'm, I'm, I'm getting caught up in the device, which was kept changing the words of yeah. a particular sentence. Yeah, I know? saw that too. The, the death, right? Death, what is it? Death plague. Death Ryan. plagues Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Right. Whatever. He, he kept playing with that idea, but yeah. but it was, but he kept changing the verbiage. And well, so I, I guess I'm thinking it, it, he's not uh, he's not changing the overall arc, so he's not changing the event, whatever the event's going to be. But he's changing the the way he's writing it. Well, he hit it. I mean, I think he hit it. I think he's searching for what that was, and I think he hit it in that standoff in the uh, in the house when she said we're alike because we both need death fuels us death fuels us i mean that was i think that was his sort of writer's epiphany there like oh that's what i've been trying to get at it's kind of the, it's almost kind of like the luke i am your father kind of moment right. almost a little bit in that a was way a, that was a cool moment actually i thought i was like oh yeah and i think that, that i felt that that was his you know as he's what he's struggling to get through on that 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 particular passage or whatever that arc is in the book that was his breakthrough i don't that's know. what he needed yeah and i feel like I don't know that I'm not saying that's why he went out of the house and did do things himself and Captain Captain Kirk did, but I think that his reason but whatever it was, he found it there. And I think that that was kind of a cool line. Now, see, that didn't make sense to me until later on when Ryan when we found out that Ryan killed the uh Right. The the what you call it, the right. the, the, the junkie. Now I have a question for you. Does 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 Joe know that? 
No, I don't think Joe does. Well, I mean, keep in mind, because we, we didn't touch on our girl, the nurse. We haven't talked about her. So yeah, maybe, we need Molly. to talk about Molly. Cause... Yeah, because Molly, I mean, you know, they're pretty close. Uh, who knows? Maybe, uh, not, not that he told Molly, but I feel like Molly knows a lot of inside information here, you know. Um, and can I stop for a second? He's got a nurse. He's got an F buddy that's a nurse that's actually in the nurse outfit. That's kind of that's good. That's did, did, hot. Did, did, did she if rock you, a nurse outfit? Did I? Yeah, say she that? had that nurse. Well, was that it, a nurse it, outfit? No, it was scrubs. But in my head, was it was she scrubbing it up? She had scrubs and the, the stuff. She just had the stethoscope and the and the blood pressure. She had, uh, scrub, she had scrubs on. In your mind, she had scrubs on. No, in no, the show. she had scrubs on. In my mind, she had a nurse outfit on. But <laughs> in, in, in your show, mind, she had a hat. Yeah, in my mind, she, she had a candy striper. It, it was on, about here. But in the show, it was scrubs. It. Anyway, I just, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I just <laughs> that was a great last line from her, though. Don't die. Uh, don't die on me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you said, uh, "That's my job. That's yeah. my job." Yeah. <laughs> that was creepy last week. Man, she's like, only only stipulation is I get to kill him. Yeah. That's rough, man. I, yeah. Well, we touched on that last week. Yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, it's scary. That's very scary. This is the girl. Going to bed so, with, man. but then so, not only going to bed, but he's trusting his health right? to her, right? And she's an angel of mercy. She Ugh. is known for killing, not known, but that's what we discovered in the flashback that she kills patients who she feels deserve to die or need to die because they're in pain. Right. So keep, she's trying to keep them alive long enough for yeah. her. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Be able to do the damn thing. So, uh, uh, but so does Joe Carroll know? Does Joe Carroll know? Because he's 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 getting at something here. He's getting at something with that. So. Well, I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know if. I, I, no, I don't think so. But I think he's. I think that 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 is the missing piece to his puzzle about Ryan. Would be that that Ryan killed his dad's killer. Right. But Joe, I don't think knows that. Right. No, I don't I, think Joe knows it. Either. No. And if I, anything, he probably got writer's block after watching the sex tape between Molly and Kevin. And he just now he can't perform. Now, yeah. how many times has he watched it though? That's the question. Because you know, <laughs> and, and there's probably a whole lot more than one. Well, he was able to perform in the kitchen. He did. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. The kitchen is for making food. Yeah. That is what the kitchen is for, especially yes. when you're living in a big Xavier mansion with a lot of other people that are going to make their food right where you are. Guess, guess where they have that kitchen, though? Glass red wine. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I'm sorry. I don't and I don't appreciate people screwing in the kitchen when other people are going to go make breakfast there in a couple hours. You know you're not going to clean up well. Wow. Your roommates must have loved you in college. That's all I got to <laughs> say. It's just disrespectful. It's disrespectful. Agreed. Enjoy, enjoy there are better places. That's what I'm right. saying. When you have roommates, you have to be respectful. All right. Yeah, they, and, and you know, I don't know if they cordon that place out. Do the followers go to bed? I think it's just playing pool in the next room. Is it curfew? Yeah. Is it's, it like Joe's in the kitchen? Well, maybe that's the deal. Like, hey, wherever Joe goes, right. you know, you go in another room. That's right. If the, uh, uh, I don't know, if the refrigerator's rocking, don't come don't in. Don't come knock. Knock. <laughs> if, the, if the stove is around, I, I got nothing. All right, so, uh, I just, but right, back to Rod. Uh, <laughs> to Rod. talking about Joe and Roderick, because I think this is an interesting dynamic. Um, and, and I think they're, they're interesting with the women, too. Uh, and, and I always feel like with those two, like I, mean, I think it was three episodes ago when we had that split screen almost between uh, when Roderick was, was, uh, was, was hitting it with... Um, Emma. Oh, oh no! With um, the one that died. Uh, what's her name? Elaine. No, Louise. 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 Roderick and Louise were oh, getting it. Your and girlfriend. Then, yeah, I miss Louise. Yeah, she'll cut you. She'll cut you. <laughs> she will. So, so Roderick and Louise were gone, and then Joe and Emma were gone. Remember that split screen action? Uh-huh. Yeah. I told you that. T- I think I said something effective. Like, there's something between Roderick and Joe. I mean, that's kind of a thing. Right. I think they've got an energy between them that's almost sexual and, and competitive. Hmm. And then you've got. And then what I like what they're doing here in this in this episode is you've got you've got Joe and Emma, and you've got Roderick and Emma, and you've got Claire and Roderick, and Claire and Joe. Oh boy. 
boy. You've had all four of them we have need a scenes. Chart. We need a chart. But you, know. you have. You have all four of them have well, scenes. It's a bit of a Venn diagram, too, because you have Joe and there's, and there's some overlapping things here, you know. Some circles? Some circles. I'm, doing, I'm just drawing, you're drawing I'm it down here. No one can see that. It's a, it's a Venn diagram. So here you have. There we go. Ahead. We don't have the bird's yeah. eye cam for that? No. Uh, you don't want Telestrator? <laughs> we don't have the <laughs> Telestrator? There, there, there's nothing we need to see that. There's, there's nothing <laughs> of value. Um, you're overlapping value. circles. He's very. Don't don't throw it. Don't throw it. We're in the small studio. Don't hit me. Right there in the garbage. Perfect. <laughs> Here's we don't off. have a camera for that. Yeah, for those of you off. listening on iTunes, that went right in. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so we have a scene with Roderick and Emma. We have a couple scenes with Roderick and Emma, and and it, and I think Roderick gets Emma, I, and and I think they're kind of like had a little kinship moment there because Roderick yeah. been knocked down a peg by Joe, and Emma's been knocked down a couple pegs by Joe. So they had that little kinship when Emma was watching Claire and Joey. And then you had the scene with Roderick and Claire a little bit later on, where uh, where Claire obviously is working Roderick a little bit, and Roderick is giving a good eval on yeah. Claire. I mean, he's he checking is. her out. Shout out what? to Roderick, by the way, because I was I, I I know you didn't I like him in the beginning. One eighty on Roderick. I was out on Roderick when he when he showed up. I'm like, that's Roderick. I yeah, was out. This guy's a champion. Out on Roderick, but now. This guy every week, I'm like, ah, oh, Roderick. He's like my favorite guy right now. When he wrapped that dude in the nose last week, that, that whole was bit great. last oh, week was great. great. And then this, yeah, last week he was great. This week he's great. I, Roderick's my new guy. I'm, I'm sorry. a fan. I apologize. What do you think about him? He, he keeps saying Claire's uh, Joe's husband, and then he keeps getting corrected. And yeah, my ex-husband. Yes. I, well, she's right. laying it down a little bit. She's uh, you her know. and Emma. Oh yeah, yeah. Whatever I got to do reasons. to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Emma, you're right, for different reasons. Emma's like, going, no, wait, no, wait, ex-husband. Yeah. Don't put me out to pasture. <laughs> and and uh, But but I liked I liked the dynamic, and I also liked the scene where um, Roderick was fixing the, uh, was putting the ankle bracelet on Claire's leg. And, you know, there was that line from uh, from Pulp Fiction, there's no such thing as, as, a, as, a, as a foot rub that doesn't mean anything. Right. You know, a foot rub always, always means something. Yeah. You know, he's putting that on there. That He's, he's close. He's touching her. That's intimate. And, and I think that there is, there is a thing between Roderick and Claire that's, it's not, I don't think it's ever going to come to fruition, but there's definitely going to be some tension between them, if mm. only because Claire belongs to Joe and is untouchable. Well, we'll see. We, we, have, we have some previews from next week already, so we'll see. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's Roderick. Roderick is featured prominently. Roderick was week's featured episode. very prominently. So we'll see what we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Um, well, things are going to come to a head because Mike has seen Roderick, and Mike was in the ambulance. Yeah, you know, and, and so he didn't see when when they went over to talk to Roderick. But it's it's only a matter of time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It's only a matter of time. That's a good point. Mike has seen. They must think. Do they know that that, that Weston's alive? Maybe they think Weston's dead. Maybe they think he's dead because that's, that's the a, only reason uh, you know Roderick could show up. That's a big hole. They're they're missing that. Yeah, yeah. It's that's only a matter of time on that one. Well, let's, I want to jump to some news and gossip. I think we could do that. After Buzz TV News. We're actually, Wait, go ahead. No, you do it. We're actually not going to uh, <laughs> have much news and gossip, but we do want to talk to our... Uh, <laughs> we want to give some shout-outs Let's do some folks. news and gossip, but we don't have any news and gossip, well, I, I, so I, we're going to do shout-outs. I just wanted to hear the drop. We don't have, we don't have a graphic for, uh, for shout-outs, no, so we I, decide news... You guys are news and gossip. I love That's what drop. you guys are. You guys are totally news and gossip. So uh, thanks a lot. We, we got some uh, people commenting on iTunes this week, which yes. is great. And by the way, we, we, we didn't mention the usual spiel we do about do iTunes, it. which is... Right now. Uh, want me to do it or you want to do you it? You do it. I'll do it right now. We love I- iTunes. For those of you listening, you guys are going to fight about it. I'll just jump in. Do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. After you. Uh, after you. Thank you for all of you uh, who, who are downloading us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And want you encourage you to continue to do so. Um, obviously, if you, you want to see us, you can see us on YouTube or you can listen to us live here on the AfterBuzz, uh, AfterBuzzTV.com on the feed. But iTunes is where you can download the podcast and comment and 
are you, what is that judge? Is that judging me? I'm just looking. I'm listening. <laughs> you can download the podcast, comment, and rate us with fives because, as my good friend Joe Sanfilippo says, we love fives. We love fives. We love fives. Fives yes, are great. We and we got some fives, and we got some people commenting. We had uh, we had KT Gary 82, and uh, he gave us five, and he also thinks that Joe will cl- end up killing Claire once she falls in love with him, and he'll do it in front of Hardy. That's his. Wow. That's his prediction. That's his theory. Uh, we also you had better not kill Natalie Z. That's all I got. <laughs> we also had Ash Bash 080710, mm-hmm. and then Mika L, who was the one who asked, who is Tag Romney? So okay. hopefully we answered that question for you. Shout You're welcome. Uh, Lisa Ann TN, I'm guessing that might be Tennessee, so Lisa Ann TN, and Sazaki Yori, who, who says that uh, we are her, I guess it's her, fifth favorite After Buzz show, and she gave us four stars. All right. So... Well, fifth. no, we got to move up. Look, there's 60 shows in AfterBuzz. We're we're the, we're her fifth favorite. That's I, great. I don't know. I, I I'm just saying. If, what are if you I, complaining if, about? If I'm not your favorite, I don't want to know about that. What? I'm going <laughs> to assume that anyone I anyone love, who has listened has gone. Wait, that is my new favorite what, show. Wait till you, you hear what her what what she wrote about Bates Motel, which is a show that we, all three of us do. Yeah, too. but Joe, you're you're my uh, you're my fourth favorite AfterBuzz host. Yeah, and you're my third favorite <laughs> friend. So I mean, we're <laughs> the I'm in the friend cut now. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say about Bates Motel? Fifteen years. Oh, apparently, apparently, guy. one of us breathes funny. She gave. She knocked off two stars because one of us breathes funny. Know. You <laughs> weren't here. You weren't here last week, so sure. it wasn't oh, you. Oh, it couldn't have been me. So it couldn't have been you. So it, it was, was one of us. Me. It might have been me. I don't know. Yeah, you think it was right. Dua? It could have been Dua. Was, I don't know. But two stars for hundred percent. Guys, me. make sure you get your breathing down right because because you can lose two stars. You can lose two stars just like that. Bad breathing. Okay. All right. Anyway, we can talk about that in Bates Motel when we do that. Uh, also, YouTube. Uh, let me do a shout out to a lot, a lot of the usual guys that we love, and uh, a lot of them were very disappointed in last week's show to boot. They they uh, added they added little comments about a lot of the FBI WTFs, and they're, they're getting a little upset here. So the we're hoping to see some stuff. Sweep of the nation. Yes, it's uh, Dave uh, fifteen fifty five, Polly Love thirty seven, Fuchsia Flashdance, Miss Lean, uh, Funky Fresh Tea, Funky Fresh, <laughs> Verdant Knight, and Quan. Ifu, Kwanifu. That's what I'm gonna say. K W A N L I F U. Anyway, hey, hey F U. <laughs> that's a guy's name. Kwan Lefu. Yeah, he's a bad mother. Shut your mouth. All right, I'm just right. talking about Kwan Lefu. My man, that didn't work out. Shout out to Kwan Lefu. I'm with, I'm with you. No, shout out to all of them. <laughs> shout out to all of them. Thank you very no, much. Last week was a bucket of uh, w, uh, FBI WTF. There's no question. There's a bucket of it, like KFC. Big, huge bucket of uh, yeah. That's 20 pieces of FBI WTF. <laughs> you can right. have as much as you want. <laughs> Crispy or Crispy, original, original recipe. grilled. It's all mixed. Got it's it. all bad. Okay. And, th- and this week we'll sprinkle some capers all over that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> bringing it back around. Did you see, see what that? I did there? There's another definition that was for capers. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> Thank you. I'll take. That. Don't forget to tip your waiters. Shot. Yeah, the meal is fabulous. All right. Well, we're 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 long. Well, long. let's let's do some predictions here. Yeah. Let's get these wrapped up. Yeah. Now, now your after buzz TV predictions. That one went in. Nando Velasquez. What are your predictions? Uh. Well, you know, it looks like Roderick's gonna get caught. He's trying to make a deal. That's what I'm going to say. Based but on our this, this tomorrow, based on this those week on, based on those on. this weeks on. But I feel that somebody on the FBI. I think it's about time for someone to turn. Once once Joe's follower. Remember we've been predicting that someone's going to turn or become an informant. Mm-hmm. We thought okay. it was going to be either Romney, uh, Romney. We we tagged Romney, Jacob, so Jacob yeah. or Paul, and then I even said Emma a couple of weeks ago. It looks like Roderick's going to be in there now, and now's the time for someone from the FBI. Now's the time for the mole 
to step out. So you think the mole is going to fill Roderick's shoes? I think the mole is going to step out and either shut Roderick up or or just change the whole game. Now that Roderick seems to be trying to make a deal, got it? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm shaky in my prediction here because I'm really confused on our boy Jacob Tag Romney because he's went from Tag Romney to James Dean and then he get to he got very uh, you know uh, shout out to Nico as well for being another great acting yeah. job but you know. Uh, he came in. He he killed someone apparently. So he's he's that whole thing's off. He, he killed the uh, uh, the um, the militia guy, right? Today. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And then uh, he looked good with the pop collar and the, and the trench coat, very menacing. He seems like he's he's in control. I thought that he would be you know step up to number two in the organization uh, when Roderick turns, which it seems like he's going to do. Uh-huh. However, that scene at the end with the dad. I mean, we saw a little bit of the old the old tag. He was yeah. a little teary. Little, uh, you know, one one to talk to his pop. I think that he may crack. I'm, I'm keep going back and forth. I think he's maybe. I think he may crack after all. You think I don't so? No, he's an I, enigma to me. It's this, possible. This Jacob. He seems conflicted at the end of the episode, so I could see that happening. So I don't know. That, that, that's my prediction. That wasn't a prediction. That was just something I'm just meandering right there. I'm positing. Right. I, po- I posit that you're posting. Yes, I got you. Posturing. The uh, posting is it posting? Uh, Filibustering. Positing. You positive. I'm po- <laughs> posited that thing. I'm not sure what you're saying. I got you. You deposited. You, you know what positing is? Yeah. Okay. So I, I, I was positing uh-huh. that <laughs> Tag Romney might actually not be the number two guy anymore. I got you. That's it. Am right, I good? To, is it? All right. I want to talk about Molly because I believe that there is a subplot that is going to uh, reveal itself. I think that our girl Molly. Uh, the RN that is going to eventually get to kill Ryan. I think that she's going to uh, be the gateway to a whole other group of followers that we don't know about. I think that we're going to find a whole other crew, and uh, and I think that once this whole thing goes sideways, because Roderick is is going to drive it sideways, we're going to find a whole other setup of people, and Molly is going to be part of that group. So I that's that's where I'm thinking things are going to go because this whole thing at the mansion, the Xavier Mansion, is going to go sideways pretty quick based on our previews for the next couple of weeks. Very much so. Mm. Our boy Roderick is not going to stand by and watch uh, and and, and uh, not make a deal. Is that it? Are we good? It has been a pleasure being with you guys this week. It is so nice to be back. Once again, I am joined by Nando Velasquez. Where can we find you, Mr. Nando? You can find me on the Twitter at Nando Vel, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. Also with these two fabulous gentlemen on Bates Motel. And I also do uh, Celebrity Apprentice and uh, and uh, uh, The Amazing Race here on AfterBuzz. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me at Joe K. Braswell on Twitter. You can also find me at Bates Motel on uh, Wednesdays and The Americans with Joe Flippo. Both of those on Wednesdays. Yep. And uh, Grantland.com, some stuff there, and on Extra. Joe. Excellent. Uh, I'm, I'm Joe Sanfilippo. You can find me at, you can find me on the Twitters at Joe Flippo. And uh, I will be joining uh, Nando Val and Joe Braswell at uh, Bates Motel on Wednesday. And Joe and I will be doing the following. I'm uh, not the following. I beg your pardon, the Americans on Wednesday. And aren't you guys and doing Mad I think Men? we're doing Mad Men starting oh, on Sunday. Oh, yes. Starting Sunday, we'll be doing Mad Men. Which yeah. is um, very exciting for me because that's, 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 uh, I love that show. That's I it for us. I love that show. You guys have a beautiful week. We will talk to you on Monday. Yep. That's all I got. That's crazy. That's crazy. Bing.com. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Ooh,